what I want to tell you today is how do you, there's some tactical part of this. And the tactical part of this is, yes, it is true that you don't need more money, you need more people, but you can have a lot of people, but if you don't figure out how to create value for those people and solve problems for those people, you never get any of the money. Now, you got a Facebook group of how many people? 110,000 people. And the, the, the title of the Facebook group is called what? Leaving California. It's people trying to get out of California. I don't blame them. So, so he, 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 look at, he's striking a chord. So he created his Facebook group called Leaving California. All these people, hey, they love California, but they, they don't like the governor of California. They don't like taxes in California. They love the weather of California, I'm assuming. But, but, but now with all this stuff, they're like, man, we're getting out of here. And they're going to Florida, and they're going to Texas, and they're coming to Tennessee, right? Now, he's got 110,000 people, okay? I would say there's got to be a way to monetize 110,000 people, right or wrong? Okay, so the question becomes, how does he monetize 110,000 people? Well, it's, no, it's one way. What is the biggest problem they have? Money changes hands when problems are solved. The bigger the problem, the more money people pay to solve that problem. Okay? So the question is, what's the biggest problem? So what is the biggest problem they have? Now, here's the biggest problem they got. Out of all that, those are all problems. What's the biggest problem? They are scared. They are afraid. Fear in the dictionary, an unpleasant emotion created by a belief that something's going to harm me in the future. If you read my new book, uh, Flip the Switch, is coming out next year, I actually changed the definition because I said, who died and made Merriam-Webster queen? <laughs> I don't like her definition of fear, a negative emotion. I actually think fear is a positive emotion, that it, that it is absolutely necessary to do something big in the world. When you are scared to death of going broke, you will pick up the phone and call somebody, right or wrong. When you are sick and tired of being, right? So, so the real problem they have is fear, fear to leave. Fear to go to the unknown. Fear of what could happen. Okay? And, and when you understand a person's fear and their biggest problem. So when I am selling, what I do is I initiate. And this is something a lot of people don't know. What does initiation mean, Don? It means pick up the phone and call somebody. It means initiate a text message. It means, man, I have an idea. I'd like to present to you. Right? It means, it means man, I'm just going to initiate with you. And this is something a whole lot of people are scared to do. So a lot of people sit in a defensive posture. If you look up the word contract, it is, it is a, they, they crouch down in fear because they're afraid of rejection, afraid of embarrassment. Some people are actually afraid of success, which shocks me. But there's actually some people that are afraid of success, and they have success, and then they self-sabotage themselves over and over again because they don't think they deserve success. So I initiate. That means I just reach out to a person. Hey, man, I met you at Monster Nation. And I ask, I just start engaging with people, and I smile a lot. I'm intense and positive. Everybody see that? And I'm just engaging with people, and I call them, and I, I build rapport with them, so I disarm people. And then I locate, at some point during the conversation, I locate a what? A problem, because money changes hands when? And everybody's got problems. If you could have came to me and said, man, I'll fill up a Monster Nation with 1,000 tickets, I'd like 50% of the ticket sales, but I'll put 1,000 people in the room. I'd have taken that deal. If you come to me tomorrow and said I can sell uh, 20,000 copies of your book, Flip the Switch, in the first week, 
and I want half, half of it, I'd take that deal right now. If you came to me and said, every one of your boot camps, I'll fill every one of your boot camps up. I want X number percentage of it, and you can do it. Cody, will we take that deal? Yes or no? Because that solves a problem for me. Does everybody see that? So you're not selling a service. You're really selling a solution to a problem. So I initiate, I disarm, I locate a problem, and then I always push people to something in the future. Always push people to something in the future. Come to this. Be involved with this. See, when we leave here, we're going to take one day off, and then, we're, then I got a group of people flying with me to, to, to Long Island to another conference. We're flying on a G450. I had an idea. I initiated a phone call. Hey, man, can I borrow your G450? Yes. How much is it going to cost me? Okay, boom. Let's, get, let's round some people up, and let's go, let's go to New York City together. I constantly just initiate. And many times, I don't know how I'm going to figure it out. Matter of fact, I didn't, when I booked the G450, I didn't know if I could sell one spot on that plane. Everybody with me? I booked it. I, I committed to it. I booked it. And I, then I round people up and say, who wants to go with me? Now, they were asking me yesterday, could we get another one? Could we get a bigger one? I'm like, man, you want me to rent a 737? <laughs> like, if y'all want to go, I'll rent a 737. Okay? Maybe we can get Trump to send his plane for us. Now, here, here's my point. I initiate, I disarm, I locate a problem, and I'm always pushing people to something when? In the future. If you knew how many times, how many times I had seen people come up to me, break down crying, you changed my life, write me personal notes, give me a hug, say you helped me make a million dollars, and walk out that door and I'll never see them again. You don't know how many times, because here's what I know. When people, when, when you leave and they leave, that excitement leaves, that enthusiasm leaves, which leads me to what? My book, The Million Dollar Follow-Up. I believe the fortune is always in the follow-up. Everybody with me? So you, you figure out ways, this is very tactical, to get in front of people. And the way I figure out how to get in front of people is through webinars, because now I'm selling one-to-many versus one-to-one. Everybody see that? You have a strong message that solves a problem, so you have a concept that solves a problem for people. They are attracted to the concept, which then means they can see you. And if they like you, they want to do what with you? They want to do more with you. So I tackle problems head on. So I say, what are the biggest problems insurance people have? Follow-up's a huge one. Would you agree? Engagement is a huge one. Those are huge problems. Okay, I look at what problems the real estate agents have. What problems, do, what, what problems everybody have? So once a person indicates interest and they say, I'm interested... Then that initiates this seven-touch follow-up with the concept of trying to convert them. The word conversion means to take nothing and turn it into something. The word close means to bring two things together. It means to bring something to an end. So you indicated interest when I was locating a problem. Man, if I could help you solve that problem, would you be interested in me helping you solve that problem? Okay. And then I initiate my seven-touch follow-up. What is the purpose of the follow-up? What's the whole purpose of the follow-up? To help a person do what? Make a decision. To commit to their future. More importantly, to recommit to something they already committed to. Right? For all the health coaches in the room, if I can make a decision. When I made a decision to lose 30 pounds through our health program, when I picked up the phone and called Doug Wood, that part, to me, wasn't the hard part because I was sick and tired of being overweight. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, man. Right? I made a simple decision, but that decision had to be backed up by action. 
and commitment over and over and over again. And many times it's like, man, I need to recommit to this. You're there to help people recommit. So the purpose of the follow-up, Bruce, is to help a person make a decision. Okay? I make up my mind in the first 15 seconds if I'm going to pursue you or not. When I talk to you, I'm, I'm, I'm basically observing whether you're going to be a good fit or not. And guess what I'm really looking at? Are you hungry? Are you humble? And are you teachable? Emma, last night on our team, asked me, how do, you, how do you stay humble? How do you stay this? I said, look, man, I ain't even close to where I'm capable of being. I ain't even got any bragging rights because I'm not close to where I'm capable of going. When I look at what I'm doing, right, you can be humble and confident, yes or no. You can be humble and fierce for Jesse. You can be, right? So, so here's the deal. So then I start this follow-up process, which is really trying to help a person make a decision, okay? And when you follow up with the person, what should you never do when you follow up? You should never say what? I'm just checking in. How does that help me make a decision? I'm just, yep, I woke up thinking about you this morning. Just wondering if you had any questions. See how these things don't solve a problem for me? Here's what you need to say. I've been working on two strategies to solve the biggest problem you got. And I have been able to do this for these people. And if I could do this for you, would you be open for us to move to the next round, right? I'm, I'm really calling to help you do what? Make a decision. The word decide means to kill something off. Now, if you have this fear, which a lot of our speakers talked about yesterday, you're going to have what's called a consideration. And a consideration is an internal thought that prohibits an external action. A consideration is I don't want to feel like I'm bothering them. I don't want to feel like I'm pestering them. I don't want to feel like I'm this. Listen, you got to remove that between stimulus and response is a space. And in that space lies your ability to choose your response. All you can do is control the stimulus. You cannot control the response. All you can do is make an effort. You can't control what they come back to you. They may come back to you and say, I love it. They may come back to you and say, I hate it. They may come back to you and say, I'm out. So this moves us toward a follow-up. And I believe you need three soft touches for every direct touch. We call those linear and nonlinear. Nonlinear is a soft jab. Boom. Daniel, I've been working on two strategies to help you. I'm going to send you a video on these strategies. You break those strategies down and watch it. I'm going to call you tomorrow. We're going to talk about it. Okay, Ryan Shive, I've been working with X number of insurance agents in this area, and we've helped them grow their business by 30% by putting in this system. I'm going to send you some videos for you to watch, put you on the phone with one of our top insurance people. If that interests you, man, let's keep on moving. Does that make sense? And I always do what? Push people to what? Always push people. That could be a video, could be a webinar, could be a conference, could be something for free, could be, Right? Always have something to push people to in the future. Okay, right? Cody's going to do this 8% Nation Tour. He's going out around the country and get people excited. It gives people something to call and say, come to this. I'm going to be in Dallas. I'm going to be in Houston. I'm going to be in this city. Come to this, which is why you always need events to push people to. Now, after three jabs, boom, soft touch, soft touch, soft touch. Now we come with the linear, which is direct. What would be a good linear touch? A good close. What are some, some of our top closes? I can't help you until you, but once you commit, how many of y'all have used that to make some money? Okay, good. Uh, will somebody in the back please collect an a offering plate for us for all the money they've made? <laughs> Michael O'Donnell, I want your offering plate first, sir. 
Now, here's the deal. I don't know where I don't know where that came to me. I just know that I was on the phone with somebody who was sitting there scared to death to making a decision. And man, I just bucked up and said, look, I can't help you till you commit to something. But once you commit, I ain't going to let you fail. One of the Optavia coaches said to me, man, it seems risky. This seems risky. And I said, betting on me is one of the least risky things you'll ever do. Because I've been doing this for 30 years, man. I ain't going to let you down. I'm going to show up. Every time I tell you, I'm going to show up. Now, all I need you to do is show up. He told me the other day he had tripled his business because he committed that day. Scared to death. So I like to say, I can't help you. I want to help you. I'm here to help you. I spent my whole life trying to figure out how to help you, but I can't help you, David Perez, until you commit. Once you commit, boom, I'm not going to let you fail. It's one of my favorite closes. After every third soft touch, I come with a direct. Have you seen enough to make a decision? The word decide means to kill something off. Are you ready to kill something off? Guy calls in my office. He said, man, I've tried these coaching programs. I've quit X number of times. I've let my wife down. Man, I just don't know if I can do it. And I said, man, when's that cycle going to stop in your life? When are you going to quit letting you down? Because you met one dude that ain't going to let you let yourself down anymore. I'm going to push and challenge you like you ain't never been pushed and challenged, man. Right? Now, some of you, how many of you don't follow up like you should? Because I call this the red zone. And the red zone are, is everybody who's sitting there right now, and, man, they're freaking ready to make a decision. They just need you to do what? Initiate. They're in the red zone. They're in the 20-yard line. They're ready to go. They need a nudge, a bump. So why do they need a nudge or a bump? Because an object at rest stays at rest unless acted on by an outside force. Right? An object in motion. If you're like, man, it's hard to get the attention of, of people. It's because people of interest are busy. They're moving. So you got to get their attention so you can share your value, so you can start the follow-up cycle. Now, let's say you convert in the red zone. Sounds like this is exactly what you've been looking for. It seems like this is perfect for you. It feels like you're ready to get started. Am I right about that? Everybody see that? It sounds like. It feels like, it seems like. What we're really doing here is we're bringing two things together, Byron. We're bringing two things together. That's what the word close means. We're bringing your desire to go to the next level with our ability to get you there. Okay? Cameron, we're bringing your desire for passive income together with our investment strategy. Right? We're bringing two things together. But I can't bring these two things together until you commit to something. Now, let me give you five examples of people who have invested money with us, and here's the return they've been getting. Sell success, right? Sell success. Let me give you somebody just like you who was scared just like you, who was, who was broke just like you, who was, right? Let me give you somebody that we took and went from here to here. Sell success. Now, that's called the red zone. So I have seven conversions that I teach on the red zone. When a person's in that red zone, can't help you to commit, bringing two things together. And here's what I really say. I always ask this question, and if you're not asking this question in the sales cycle, you should be. What are you trying to do? What, what are you trying to do? Once I know what you're trying to do, I know how I can help you. Why not just ask them, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to lose 30 pounds. I'm trying to get in better shape. I'm trying to build a multi-million dollar business. I'm trying to start my own conference. I'm trying to build, rebuild my confidence. I'm trying to get my swag back, whatever. What are you trying to do? And just Listen. I asked a guy one question once when he called in my office. I said, I'm looking at you being my coach. And I asked him one question. What are you trying to do? Because he said, I'm looking for the best coaching program. And I'm looking at yours versus all these others. I asked him one question. And he talked for 45 straight minutes. <laughs> at the end of 45 minutes, you know what he said? 
Sounds like your coaching program is perfect for me. I'm like, it's me too. Here's the deal. All I had to do is ask him one question. What are you trying to do? Okay. Now, now another close I use or conversion point I use is I, is I take a person to a place in the future. John Bell, if you and I were sitting here December 31st of this year, of let's say 2022, and you and I are sitting here and we're, and we're down on Broadway and we're talking about the success you've had over the last two years and it's the biggest day of your life and you've had the best year, what would have to happen? What would have to happen for you and I to be sitting December 31st talking about the two best years of your life? And you know... And he'll be able to tell me, we want this, we want this many clients, we want this many things, we want this. John, if I could show you how I've done that and helped other people do that, would you make a decision to move forward with us today? Take them to a place in the future and bring them back to the present and say, man, if I could do that for you like I've done for all these other people, what would stop you from moving forward with me today? The future close. Now, we're in the South, so you guys know I have my, have my sweet tea and apple pie clothes, which is soft. Out of everything I shared with you, what piqued your interest, what? The most. Justin, out of everything I showed you today, what did you like the most? Justin says, I really like this, I really like this, I really like this, and what do I say? Good. If we could do that for you, man, would you get started today? What's the power of today, by the way? What's the power of today? I actually believe that within 36 hours after every event, all the energy you had goes away within 36 hours. I think you have 36 hours to, to bring everything to an end. From the time a person sees it, gets excited about it, ready to take action on it, I think there's a 36-hour window. I don't care how good it is. This is why speed is critical. This is why follow-up is critical. This is why answering the phone is critical. Okay? So we convert. And, and lastly, once we convert, which is really help a person make a decision, people need to be told what to do. You're the expert, aren't you? So if I call you and I say, John, what do I need to do? You need to say, man, there's three things you need to do. You need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. You are the authority figure. I tell people this is what you need to do. And if they hesitate, we can have this talk today or we can have it six months from today. But nothing's going to change, man. Let's get real with each other. Nothing's going to change until you change it. Nothing's going to move until you move it. So, so why don't we just do it today? Why don't we do it today? Now, after you close a person, bring two things together. What's the sole goal, Micah, at that point? What's the sole goal? Doug and Tia get this. To get those people to a better place in their life, man. If I can get you to a better place in your life, and I help transform your life, which means to take something and turn it into something else. And I get you to a better state in your life. Then you will go tell other people and you'll become an advocate. And advocates fight for you in the market. They recruit people. What did Lewis say? I go play a show. Listen, I've seen that play for 50 people with the energy and the passion and the desire. And I watch him walk around and talk to every person, shake every hand. Here's what I know. There's no way you can't like him. Because of his infectious personality, right? So when he goes back the second time, there ain't 25 people there. There's 50 people there because those 25 people got 25 more. And this is how you build out this referral business because you learn to get one, the power of one person to a better place in their life. One at a time. So let's recap. You don't need more money. You need more people. Anything we can do to get in front of people, then we initiate, disarm, locate a problem, offer a compelling solution. 
Then we follow up with those people, seven to 15 touches. Then we help make a decision. Then we try to transform their life. And if we transform their life, man, they're going to do so many things with you. They'll just keep coming back and keep coming back and keep recruiting people and keep recruiting people and keep recruiting people. That is a sales cycle. And you break it down to a science, guess what you can figure out? Where your missing structure is. You may say, we suck with follow-up. We suck at how we explain our value. We suck at getting in front of people. Okay, if we just solve those problems for you, how much more money would you make? Okay? Is that a good first session this morning?